For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Uh, well, another uh, sports weekend in Seattle in the books. Great win for my Huskies. Cougs kind of cooged it, if you're a Coug my fan. Trojans. Good the win Trojans for your almost Trojans. It. Almost. Held on, though. That's so bad for Wazoo. Like, they looked great. For 58 minutes. I know. And then that last two minutes, I don't know. Yeah, and it, is, it, it, was, it was tough to watch. There's a reason they call it cooging it, man. There's a reason that expression exists. I mean, that, look, I'm not, and I'm not trying to pile on for all our, of our coog fans out there. I'm, I'm really not trying to, but I mean, come on, guys. Like, ouch. Oof. Yikes. Brutal. It's going to be a good Apple Cup this year, though, between those two teams, I think. Yeah. What about the Mariners, though, giving up nine runs to lose that one over the weekend? These guys are really flirting with not making the playoffs, aren't they? Cooking it. What the heck, man? Let's go. It's time to hit some balls. Like, well, you're up by nine. You got Luis Castillo on the hill. How do you lose that one? Yeah, that's got to be tough. Yikes. And up then, of nine. course, we got that's our like Seahawks. It's like up four touchdowns in, in yeah. football. And then just blowing it. No. Just getting Monson out in the middle of nowhere. Dude, that was rough. <laughs> I'm glad you caught that movie reference. I was like, he might not get this. I know Katie's going to get it. No, I got it. <laughs> Wait, where's my button? We got to start the show. That was perfect. Hit it. Take 12 podcast on the Believe Sports Network. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host. Lifelong Seahawk fan and kid from Edmonds, Brett Davern. He is Seahawks legend, Lofa Tatupu, who's from Massachusetts. But, I mean, come on. He's a Seattle guy now. Is it a Seattleite? He's a Seattleite. Yeah, that's right. Welcome to the show, everybody. On today's episode, the Seahawks lost a bit of a heartbreaker to the Falcons. We'll break it down. Oh, man. Also, let me tell you about our uh, sponsor, betonline.ag. The fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Betonline.ag continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information and wagering, live in-game betting, props, and futures. Use our promo code... Believe50. 
for a 50% welcome bonus when you're signing up on their app or on the website. It's betonline.ag, everybody. Well, Lofa, uh, some big stats for the quarterback, but a loss in the win-loss column. And I sort of, I mean, I, 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 I was a bit relaxed, honestly, even at the end. Like, I just, I, I, this team this year and me and my fandom, I, I kind of have a we'll see what happens sort of attitude, and I'm not going to get too high. I'm not going to get too low. But just overall, give me your take from this one. I'm optimistic. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, I, I, I always am, but I really saw some things that I loved okay. in this game. Well, let's Especially, start with that. Yeah, okay, let's start with the silver lining, yeah. the offense. Offense looked fucking great. Yeah. Look, you know, I know a lot of people, like, they start, they go right to the stat sheet. Mm-hmm. Gino played his ass off. The offense played their ass off. They gave us 23 points. That's more than enough. You know, we and you know we had a saying back when I was playing, way back in the day, if the offense gives you 17, that's enough to win. Wow. All right? I mean, that's three scores right there. Yeah. Two touchdowns and a field goal, right? So they, they, they gave us 23, you know, so I have no problem. I know when coming out of half, it was a little stagnant, right? It right. was one of those great starts like we did against Denver and then – you know, adjustments were made by the opposing team and we didn't we didn't run as smoothly um, in the second half, but still 23 points. I don't care when you score them. Yeah. And I mean, that's enough to win. And so, I mean, the passing game was run. The running game looked great. I mean, I I can't even really fault, um, you know, the Waldron for for the way he called a beautiful game. You know, I, so I can't fault him for not running it more because. I mean, we threw for 320 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. So it's, you know, like the, I have nothing to complain about on offense. I know at the end uh, we had a chance to win. Uh, I think an untimely penalty really changed, Yes. you know, our momentum yes. in that. That's, you know, part of the game. But for the most part, man, I love what I'm seeing on offense. This was against a hungry team, 0-2, that was coming in desperate for a win. So, you know, I knew it was going to be a fight. I thought it was going to be a high-scoring affair. It was pretty pretty high-scoring. Yeah, I mean, to your point, the Seahawks go out, they go 12 plays, 61 yards, they hold onto the ball for almost five minutes to begin the game, and they get a field goal, and, you know, I, I, you're feeling pretty good about the start. Overall, Geno Smith, 32 of 44 for 325, two touchdowns, and then, of course, the one pick. Rashad Penny ran the ball 14 times for 66 yards, almost five yards a carry there. You know, I mean, DJ Dallas, three runs for 21 yards, seven yards a carry. So uh, even looking further down, Tyler Lockett, nine receptions, 76 yards. I mean, if you just look at the offensive stats, you might think the Seahawks run away with the game here. But when you flip it over to the Falcons side and, and when you look at our defense, I mean, it's two words, man. It's Cordero Patterson. He and who tore us who up. Did I tell you, who did I tell you I was afraid of going into this fucking game? Yeah. The, the, the kid is special. Yeah, he I mean, is. I don't know if he's a kid anymore. He's younger than me, so I'm a column kid, but <laughs> respectfully. Well, it uh, looks weird seeing him hand off to a guy wearing, you know, number 80, whatever, 80, but 84. he ends up with 17 carries, 141. That's 8.3 yeah. yards per one touchdown. Uh, you know, he also caught only one for 12 yards. I mean, Cordero Patterson only caught one ball for 12 <laughs> yards. But he ran it 17 times for 141. I mean, how do we not just get up there and stop this guy? You know, we had some guys taking, you know, uh, responsibility for for holding the edge or gap control. So it wasn't like we were just getting our ass kicked up front that the numbers would have you believe, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's 
two weeks in a row, 180 yards. And um, so it's just a little bit of discipline and um, it comes with a new scheme and then, you know, a new mix of players and, and the chemistry has got to get there, but um, we'll, we'll get it turned around. I, uh, I'm confident. And um, yeah, I mean, you look at the numbers top to bottom, you know, outgained them uh, in everything except for the rushing yards. Right. But right. Um, even third down looked great. I think over 50%. Mm-hmm. Um you know, penalty six, that's not terrible. Um, to there, too, though, that looks bad. Uh, won the turnover battle, right? Mm-hmm. Tariq mm-hmm. got his first interception. That was a nice grab. Was hoping, you know, and it's, it's hard. Like, I have one of these situations where I caught the ball with, like, five seconds left and a half and just just go down, yeah. you know, because then you have a chance to – because the clock stops, yeah. you know, on the change of possession, and now you have a chance at a long field goal. But – He's, he's a rook. You know, I'm just pumped he made that play. Right, it was too. exciting to see. And then we got that fumble. And right then, you know, I saw people heading for the door, you know, and, uh, you know, I was I was yelling at them. I was like, you losers. And then uh, all of a sudden the, the ball gets dropped on the ground. I go, look at that. Yeah, you see him they turning start, around. Yeah, they start walking. I go, no, get out. Yeah. Stay out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, it, we had every opportunity, you know, it felt like games uh, last year or in the recent past where they've got the ball, they've they've got the chance to win it, they're driving. Um, I, like we, you know, we talked about it sort of after the game. I mean, that that throw by Gino there at the end, I mean, it, it wasn't like it was like a, a desperate throw. It wasn't like a heave or anything like that, but it was clearly off the mark and it got picked. And it, it I mean, it was disappointing, you know, Yeah, but... At least you got well, a chance to win it there, and and so you have to be a little yeah. bit optimistic, I guess. But I mean, we got to start making those plays at the end of the game, and and with Gino, because like look at last year, he had a lot of opportunities to win the games right at the end when he was coming in for Russ, and something kind of wouldn't go his way, and sort of here we are again. So that's why I think I kind of started the show by saying sort of whelp, because it sort of how it felt at the end was like well almost almost kind of didn't get it done again you know and not not, i'm not blaming gino or anything like that i mean he had a good game i'm just saying the team in general had a chance to win it there again and and just sort of kind of couldn't get it done well yeah and that last play especially i know everybody's like pinpointing right because okay he stepped up well in the pocket i mean it's 15 yards because everybody's like just run it it's like oh it's a long way do you, yeah, do you think the defenders are just going to sit there, right. like, letting you run 15 yards? I mean, he would have had to make two people miss. At least. Right? With yeah. with great speed, too. Mm-hmm. They were a linebacker and a safety that were coming up. My only gripe, if any, um, with, with that play is you got to find Matt Cavan, just throw one up, like, let know, him Randy go get Moss it. style, and yeah. let him go get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but even then, I don't fault Gino. It was, you know, that penalty really hurt us, and um, it's unfortunate, but – I'm telling you, you know, stick with us, Seahawk faithful, because these, you know, when we find a way to win these close games, you know, just like we did in week one, there's a belief that starts to, you know, you know, resonate without the whole team. And like it just it it becomes powerful and it becomes kind of like the rallying cry. My issue is almost not so much with the interception that gets thrown, but it's the sequence leading up to it, like you touched on, Lofa. You got the penalty, then you got the sack, it backs him up. So even if he does break through and start taking off running, he's got 15 yards to go rather than 10 or 8 or 7. And it's 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 never one play, right? I mean, you know that. You're a player. It, dude, yeah. it's never the one play, is it? And it, it's the sequence that leads up to it. And I think that's what more left me with a feeling of disappointment rather than that final play itself 
Yeah, not giving us a chance, mm-hmm. like giving ourselves a chance mm-hmm. leading up to it. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. Painful, man. Painful. You know what? If you want to stop some of your pain, have I got a new sponsor for you guys? <laughs> Fit My Foot has revolutionized the footwear industry. They brought custom footwear to your smartphone with the ability to scan your feet through their award-winning app. So these are insoles, guys. They're, they're custom insoles. I've signed up for the app. It's a super easy process. You, you go into any app store, you download the Fit My Foot app, and right when you open it, it walks you through this whole process where it uses your phone's camera. It's super easy to do. You basically point your phone's camera at your feet, but this time not because some weird guy on the internet's asking you to. <laughs> This time you're doing it because you want your feet to feel better. Uh, you take like four or five pictures of your feet. It gets sent in to fit my foot. They send you back your custom insoles within 14 days if you decide to buy, which is way shorter of an amount of time than you get from a podiatrist or, or, or any of the like big, fancy, expensive insole companies out there. Uh, this custom footwear is clinically proven to reduce pain, increase stability, and improve comfort. And I know, Lofa, you're a customer, aren't you? I've been a subscriber for years now. <laughs> well, tell us about them. I mean, they're 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 awesome, right? And it's something yeah. that I've never used, and I thought was like for old guys. But now that I'm using them, I get it. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of old, but <laughs> no, nah, yeah. So um, you know, insoles. I think you know, feet and ankle mm-hmm. uh, in particular, when coming to training, when it pertains to an athlete, is a commonly overlooked you know area mm-hmm. to train. So if you don't work on your ankle mobility. And, and all of that, that, that goes into it, you know, you need support. And, you know, for me, I got really flat, fat, flat feet that just, (laughs) you know, I have no arch support. Uh I don't even have an arch. If I like step in a pool and then I, you know, you see a footprint, it just looks like a palm really. Big old footprint, big old Sasquatch print (laughs) right on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Uh you're like, not, what is that? Not who is that? Um, So... But yeah, I love these things. Fit my foot, like I said, I've, it's easy to to do, easy app to use. But yeah. then, you know, for anything, you know, from feet to ankle to knees to back, it all radiates, you know, up from the ground. Yeah. And so, you know, you got to get the support you need. And so, I when I I don't use them for training, but I use them for walking around. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and the cool thing about these guys is they even have them for flip flops. So if you guys are like a, a flip-flop sandal guy out there, but you're still looking to support yourself and support your arches and your little tootsies out there, go to Fit My Foot. Their insoles have a long-lasting premium footbed, shock-absorbing heel cushion, and 3D printed custom arch support. Uh, take 12 listeners also. Our listeners get an exclusive deal with the code LOFA20. That's L-O-F-A-2-0. You get 20% off right now at Fit My Foot um, and the app when you check them out and download them and use them. Uh, Lofa, one of the stats that stuck out to me from this game is DK's line, okay? DK, five receptions, 64 yards, one touchdown, but targeted 12 times. So the five receptions on 12 targets. I mean, he did get the touchdown, but just we're not really seeing like the kind of big, you know, day from DK, the sort of taking over a game, like you mentioned, the sort of like throwing it up and letting him go get it. And we're three games in. Why haven't we seen it? And it's got to be something you want to see more of. Yeah. I didn't, you know, I think really towards the end of last year, when we had that incredible stretch, we were targeting Lockett more 
in, you know, all over the field. And then when we got to the red zone, it's like, okay, DK, DK, DK. And like, I think really that's the combination that makes sense. Um, you know, in the intermediate and all the short stuff, you know, just keep going to lock it. But then, you know, when you get your opportunity, you got to go up top to, to the big guy. And, you know, he hauled in another touchdown that it was, it was a nice throw coverage yeah. was there, yeah. but he just, he was the better athlete at, yeah. at that at the point of attack. Yeah, no, he's a beast. I mean, he he has to take over the league this year. This has to be the year for him. I mean, we signed him up. He's the sort of um, I don't face of the franchise or whatever at this point, yeah. maybe. And I think he's just got to have a dominant year. And they need to put the faith in him, I think, and start going down the field. We talked about this last episode, and we just got to see. I'm just frustrated by that. I'm just frustrated, man. Yeah. If I had DK on my team, if I'm playing Madden, I'm throwing it up all the time. And yeah. I just think as a fan, like, I just want to see it happening more often. It's frustrating. 12, 12 targets, though. We, you know, that's got to be pleased with that. Yeah. Especially if you're a a DK fantasy uh, GM, right? You know, I got him on some of my leagues, so happy to see the targets go up like that. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. This is the part of the show where we play a commercial from ButcherBox. Wow, wasn't that a great commercial from ButcherBox, Lofa? <laughs> it really was. What a fantastic sponsor they are for us. We really appreciate them jumping on board and appreciate you guys for supporting them. Uh, Lofa, enough talk about the Seahawks, unless you got something else. I wanted to look around the rest of the league and the the division and everything. Did you watch a lot of football this weekend? I really didn't. Really? I went to the game, and I, I barely watched the Hawks. I was <laughs> running around that stadium. <laughs> Man, it's it's really like work. I don't get to enjoy it. I, like, Too busy I mean, I love going to Shaking it, hands and schmoozing. What are you doing up there? Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, you know, just all over it. I yeah. got to start... Sending you more of the content for for the podcast. Yeah, buddy. did you watch uh, the? Did you catch any of the old man bowl between Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady? I saw the last play, which I mean, I guess that's really what what everybody saw. Pretty I much mean, all they you got to see. The game, but that was the one that was. Uh, I mean, that was big. Yeah, big uh, tipped ball by Devondre Campbell. That was a huge play. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So that was about the extent of football I watched. What did you watch? I, I mean, I watched a ton of football, and I, I definitely watched that Old Man Bowl. But my my question, as you know, is not going to be about football. My question is about Aaron Rodgers' flow and that haircut he's got going on. What's going on with my man's hair this year? I haven't seen it. Did, did he cut it off, or is he going, like, Viking style? It's, What's he doing? It's weird. It's, like, shaved on the side, sort of, and then he must have long hair up top somewhere because when he puts on a hat, it starts kind of – Squeaking out the sides of the hat, all la like Krusty the Clown almost or something. And he's he's got the five o'clock shadow going on. Like Aaron, Aaron looks like a guy who tried marijuana for the first time during the pandemic. Whoa, whoa, and, whoa, whoa. and and that he likes it a lot. And his style don't, choices. Don't give, and his... don't give cannabis a bad name. Bro. No, no, I'm you, just saying he's go with another drug right now. No, listen, my point is is like you know that guy who was always like kind of straight laced and a little bit square or whatever, but then one time, and especially when he had nothing to do, like maybe during the pandemic, and then the next thing you know, he can't stop talking about like, you know, Bitcoin or quantum theory or <laughs> you know, a drum circle that he was a part of last Thursday. That's what Aaron looks like to me no offense i'm just saying that's what it looks like a drum circle <laughs> how'd the rest of the nfc west do well the rams beat the cardinals 20 to 12 in a game that didn't you know the rams were in control of pretty much the whole time it seems like they've 
righted the ship after week one. And then San Francisco only lost by a point to Russ and the Broncos in an mm. 11 to 10 game. Remember when Russ was with us and we used to tease about all the weird scores and the strange numbers at the end of the game in terms of score? 11 to 10 for I the Broncos and the game. Niners. Yeah. Yeah. Did you stay up with that one late? Absolutely. Russ, vintage Russ on that final drive. I mean, yeah, that was like all him. Yeah. I mean, that back shoulder we talked about, insane. Um, I mean, uses his legs to get the first down. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, yeah, we've seen a lot of that in our days. <laughs> but it was one of those games with Russ that that I think we have seen a lot of, which is like it, it sort of, I don't know, it could have gone kind of either way there at the end, and they end up one point ahead. And if you watched his postgame presser, it felt like he thought they won by like 40, but they didn't, and there was a lot of booze in the stadium, even though they won. it's It's been a weird first three games for Russ in Denver a little bit. I did hear the boos. They were <clears throat> they were out there in full effect. Um, he's, played, I mean? he's played two home games, and he's been booed in both of them at home, and then he was booed, obviously, in Seattle. So Russ is three for three in games he's been booed at towards yeah. during or whatever this season. But the key stat, he came away with another win. That's right. So moves to, what, 2-1, and one, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, yeah, and that's against a tough Niner team. So kudos to the Broncos. But, we, you know, and that that's a tough one because I didn't know, who am I rooting for? Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't want the Niners to win because they're in our division. Right. And then I don't want the Broncos to win because we get their draft picks for the next two years. So it was kind of – I really didn't care, but – wasn't rooting for anybody in that one. Yeah, that's true. My kids kept coming into the room, and they were like, who are you rooting for? And I was like, mm, nobody. Um, I'm just watching oh, football. Yeah. I hope these losers tie. <laughs> uh, yeah, Russ in the game, just uh, for everybody who's Russ watching out there, 20 of 33 for 184, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, and they came away scoring 11 points, which is seems like it should be hard to do in football. But somehow they found a way. They did. Uh, uh, Jimmy G. Um a la Dan Orlovsky running out of the back of the end zone. Yeah. It's uh, rare, but it happens. Yeah, putting his foot on the end line there. Yeah, I mean, if you know, if I had these guys rushing at me off the edge the way they are these days, they are monsters. Randy Gregory, I mean, yeah, Chubb, I think, was uh, the one providing pressure on that one. It's a different type of beast these days. Yeah. How about Miami taking down Buffalo? Yeah, I didn't get to see. Everyone just keeps talking about Tua and what happened. You know, you know, did, did, why didn't he get put in the protocol yeah. or whatever? So, yeah, I didn't get to see what you know the the stats or anything. But that that's a big win. Uh, you know, everybody's got Buffalo picked as their favorites to to go to the Super Bowl. So we'll see. Yeah, developing situation with him and that hit that he took. He 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 took a shot, and it was one of those where. He's going down onto the field on his back, and his head whips back, and just, you know, you get that whiplash effect where his helmet smacks off the ground. And when he got up and tried to kind of come down the field, he was wobbly. His legs were all over the place. Guys are holding him up. It really looked pretty ugly. So they take him off, but then he's back later. They win the game, but a lot of people questioning whether they did the protocols correctly, and there's going to be an investigation for sure. I'm sure they might not find anything. Or They won the game, but, I you know... It looked a little dangerous, honestly. That's football. Okay. All right. All right. It did get a little weird, though, because they said that the reason he was walking that way was because it was an injury to his back and not to his head. 
But if you watch the sequence, I yeah, th- think not, he got his bell rung pretty good. Some, is what they would have said. Some back shaking the, the noggin. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know if that one's going to hold up in the investigation. Well, nevertheless, they take down the Buffalo Bills, who everyone thinks is you know probably the number one team in the NFL or was at least coming into the weekend. But now Miami escapes undefeated, and so people are looking at them and their mad scientist of a coach down there. Yeah. The crazy offense that they run. It's a great start for them. Yeah, totally. Before we get out of here, let's check in on our score prediction challenge. This is brought to you guys by our friends at Simply Seattle. Go to shop.simplyseattle.com. Use promo code. Which one's this? Take 12? That's right. Take 12. (laughs) For 12% off of anything at Simply Seattle. And also, if you enter our score prediction challenge and you get closest, you get a $25 gift card from Simply Seattle. If you nail it right on, you get a $50 gift card from Simply Seattle. And if we check in on our score prediction challenge from the Falcons-Seahawks game, the closest looks like it was at... (laughs) Okay, Producer Katie. This is the person's real online name. It looks like at... Pub, Publius, Publius 420 underscore. Publius? P-U-B-L-I-U-S? Or? <laughs> well, P-U-B-L-I-U-S. Pub, Publius Yay! 420. Uh, guess 2724 Seahawks. So they had the wrong winning team, but it was 27-23 Falcons, and that's as close as anybody came. Should we give it to them? Give it to Publius. <laughs> Congratulations. You win a $25 gift card from our friends at Simply Seattle. And also, Lofa, we are out of time on this episode. Join us later in the week when we will have a mystery guest who is an absolute all-time legend with the Seahawks franchise. Very excited for you guys to hear that conversation. And also, we'll be joined with by the guys from Believe in Lions on the Believe NFL Network who will break down the upcoming matchup with those Detroit Lions. Appreciate you, partner. You too, brother. Break us down. Hands in, everybody. Tough loss, but it's a new week. Let's get back in the weight room and lift some weights. Let's get in the film room and watch some film. And let's get out on the practice field and practice. What do you want to break it down to, though? (laughs) I think we need to stop the run this next week. So do we do it here or do we? I think it starts in practice. How about, you know, people wear those hats to say run the damn ball. How about stop the damn run? On three, stop the damn run on me. One, two, three, stop Stop the the damn damn run. run. (laughs) Bye, everybody. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.